Welcome to episode 490 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am talking about haunted places in the U.S. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences. Whether they're your own or from others that you trust, happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for being here and listening, whether you all are all here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds. Or if you listen on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting, there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank uh, Rohan of uh, the Exile Minds podcast, as well as Michael Strange, uh, host of the, um, the Trouble Minds uh, radio show. Uh, for producing the show and uh, my show and putting it up on the station. Did that reverse there for some reason? But anyway. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to thank both of them for helping with everything and putting the shows up and and um, making them as you hear them if you when you listen on the station. Hopefully you all do whenever you're able. It really does help uh, everyone and the station itself. So um, if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others. And rate and review the podcast on the platform of your choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page. Uh, there I, I will be making episodes whenever I can. Um, probably more after Halloween and, and this, this time of year is done. Probably closer to the beginning of next year. But there is one episode up there right now. And um, there will be more in the future. And you can sign up to any of the membership tiers there and uh, get all that extra content as it becomes available. So also, if you just like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo. And um, help is never expected, but always appreciated as there are expenses in making this show. From uh, equipment to research materials to travel expenses. As I've been saying for a while now, I will be going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this November 4th and 5th. So a little bit less than a month away now. Um, that's in um, at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And uh, that's a Saturday and Sunday weekend. And um, I'll be going there to uh, basically check it all out and uh, listen to the presentations as much as I can. And uh, make recordings, audio recordings of myself and anyone else who wants to join me talking all about the paranormal, and then I will bring those recordings back, and uh, we'll be putting those into shows, of course, once I get back home from that. So really looking forward to that, and uh, it's amazing. I was telling a friend the other day, uh, last night actually, that for a long time it seemed like that event was didn't seem real because it just felt like it was so far away, and now it's less than a month away. So, um, But yeah, I think that covers everything there. Now, getting to the series here, this is an ongoing, long series. 
about just haunted places or places that are said to be haunted across the U.S. And as I always say with all of these locations and these shows, uh, first of all, I am um, I never I don't recommend anyone ever trespass for any reason. Um, always check on the locations I talk about in these shows on your own. Um, look into your options for visiting visiting them and uh, be aware that in some cases you may not be able to visit them. So, and please uh, respect the privacy of anyone involved in those locations. So also I am uh, just doing research here through uh, various websites. So I am not a historian. Um, this is just to look into what is out there sort of in the general public popular culture kind of uh, knowledge of these locations. So uh, this is by no means a complete list of all haunted places in the U.S. I'm kind of at, of the opinion now that there's paranormal activity going on, um, or at least there has been and there probably always will be activity going on almost everywhere. It's just a matter of when and how often and how often there's people there to experience it and then how often they report it. So, um, so yeah, just those things to keep in mind as I go through these episodes, as always. And this is actually a part two, in a way, of uh, the show I did last week on um, the Sloss Furnaces in Alabama. Right now we're in Alabama. Um, I think I have another... Uh, I'm not sure how many locations I have left to go through, because that depends on how much I find. But, um, so yeah, I'm working through that state, and then we'll move on to the next one, but... So this is part two. I, I read through, uh, I, I summarized the first two articles I found on this location um, last time, and I have three articles left here to go through. And uh, that is the plan for this show tonight. So getting to these articles here. Uh, this first one is from, let's see here, uh, alabamaliving.com. I believe, and uh, the title of this reads, Is Sloss Furnaces Haunted? You Be the Judge. And it says, Story and Photos by uh, Marilyn Jones. And so this is from uh, their pers their perspective here. So, um, And there are pictures in this article, so I, I definitely recommend you all check out these articles. I, as always, will include them in the episode description. And they can also be found in the Discord. I, um, I've been putting all these articles in the show notes and sources channel on my, on my server. So um, you can check those out there. So this article talks about when um, the author here went to visit the location. And it mentions, again, this was a, um, a, a place that made what is called pig iron, apparently. Um, and these are blast furnaces that, according to the article, were in operation from 1882 to 1971. <clears throat> it's a designated historical, a national historical landmark. And, of course, it's known for one of, being one of the most uh, paranormally active locations in Alabama and uh, also the U.S. in general. So, um, let's see here. Looking at this article here, 
uh, talks about the tours and everything that happened. Uh, apparently, you could do self-guided tours as of when this article came out. Um, the author mentions the various reality shows that were on that uh, covered this location. And um, some of the things there that were caught were EVPs that uh, that they, these shows caught. And then video evidence of um, spirits lingering among the, um, among the metal. And uh, basically the... Um, the the buildings there, abandoned buildings, and uh, but of course those shows they mentioned in the article here those shows were <coughs> excuse me that footage was taken at night and this is um, at the time the writer was was there with others visiting it was in the daytime so it gets let me see here into the history of the location. Uh, has um subsections here, and the next section here is um the let me see Sloss Furnace and its role in Birmingham history, and that's Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, it says here that um, let's see here. Oh, I think it already says that. Okay, so um, apparently Birmingham, according to this article, article was made uh during. Uh, or after, I'm sorry, the Civil War when um, men of industry, people of industry, decided to take advantage of uh, the area's natural resources, uh, mineral resources. So iron ore, and then coal, and then limestone. Uh, all the ingredients needed to make, apparently, uh, iron. And so this is, uh, apparently at one point there were 19 furnaces built in this location. And uh, this is, let me see here. One of the people that helped build this, build this site, uh, site up is, of course, so that's where they get the name from, uh, Colonel James Withers Sloss, who was a northern Alabama uh, merchant and railroad operator there. And after its first year of operation, the furnace had sold 24,000 tons of iron. And at the uh, 1883 Louisville Exposition, the company won a bronze medal for best uh, for best iron, basically. So um, that's some of the history there. And uh, the apparently the um, this is part of the self-guiding tour here. Uh, the um, one of the part of the information is that the Sloss operation was a pair of uh, oh the heart of the the Sloss operation was a pair of blast furnaces, uh, which is part of this uh, according to the guide the self guided tour guide information says that a blast furnace is a cylindrical steel vessel lined with heat-resistant brick, iron ore, limestone, and uh, a material called coke, C-O-K-E, which is made from coal, are uh, charged into the top of the furnace while super-hot air is blasted upward from the bottom of the furnace. So, uh, and the blast of air burns all the... Um, the sum that the coal releasing gases that react with the iron. So, and then the limestone acts as a cleaning agent 
And uh, so it goes into more details on, on how all this worked here. So um, let me see here. It does go into a lot of the history here. So, um, but with the, uh, apparently that's basically what the article talks about here. And uh, doesn't go into a lot of the history of the paranormal there, but um, it is just a general overview of, apparently of the location and the history, which is also important as well. So definitely recommend you all uh, check out the rest of the article there. But just for the purposes of this show, it's not really, um, may not be the best to read all the way through that. So, um, so yeah, we'll move on to the next article here. Definitely recommend going back um, and checking on the last one of these uh, haunted places in the U.S. episodes to get the uh, first part of this this little two-part series on this location. So uh, moving on to the next article here. This one is from uh, homespunhanks.com. And the title reads, Deciphering Fact from Fiction at the Sloss Furnaces in Alabama. And uh, so let me see here. This talks about how uh, apparently the author, um, when they were visiting family in, in that area, they decided to take a tour of the location. And um, so... The, the author says here, the writer says that the tour is fascinating. And um, even though they went through, the, through in the morning, it was still creepy. Had a, still had a creepy feeling to it. I wonder if that's because of all the metal and all the energy generated from all that. So um, apparently, it's, let me see here. I skipped a, a section here. So it says that uh, most of the areas are rusty and... Um, Vegetation pokes up between giant, uh, giant machinery, basically, and the furnaces are uh, tower high above people in the area there. And the tour guide explained that the men who worked there apparently had to eat eat salt tablets to keep from passing out. That's odd. Wow. Uh, apparently, working near the furnaces. Whether shoveling coal inside the burners or collecting the iron, temperatures uh, could reach almost 130 degrees. So that is quite warm. Uh, this article has pictures here, so I definitely recommend checking it out, as with all the other ones. And um, so they they talk about how the, the author of this article and the tour they were on, they went um, to the underground level. And um, these were, they had to uh, apparently duck un into a small entryway into this tunnel. And uh, the the tunnel apparently was damp and then dark, obviously. And so, and then, of course, ominous. Uh, they have pictures here. I'm not sure if this is a tunnel or not, but uh, mentions here there was even a large rusted hand cart that they used to move the iron that was still just sitting there. So, uh, let me see here. Going to this next section here. Mentions here that the, um, okay, here, I was wondering about this here. The article mentions pig iron, in quotation, mark gets, quotation marks, 
gets its name from the shape of the cooling trench trenches the workers would dump the molten iron into to cool. These trenches look like a, um, apparently, uh, a, a pig feeding its young ones, its piglets. I don't know. That seems odd, but okay. Um, so each of these blocks of iron weighed around 100 pounds and had to be picked up and placed onto mule-driven carts. So that is that's quite the uh, the weight there. Mentions that only the strongest men were able to do that particular job. So and it goes on here. The next section that asks, of course, but are these sloths furnaces haunted? So it mentions here after the people there, uh, after the author and the people that they were with. Completed the tour. The um, they apparently the author had to know. They wanted to know if the furnaces there were actually haunted. And uh, of course, they'd heard the rumor about uh, that legend. Apparently, I covered the last time with Slag Wormwood, the cool foreman that allegedly worked the men at Sloss to the basically nearly to death, and. Uh, and of course, the way that he was basically killed or, or um, not saved in retaliation for this treatment. So the guide, um, of course, the guide uh, mentioned that uh, that that wormwood, that that story is apparently made up. So now this is according to this article here. I don't know all the details, but uh, apparently there is a new. Haunted House Company that started the rumor to drum up excitement for the for the attraction that they put on every year at Sloss. So I wonder. Now that's another thing we get into here in these in these um, locations. These stories or these legends that even if this isn't true, then does that mean that all the reports of paranormal activity does that mean they're all made up? Which I always have a hard time with that, but um, and if if the rumor is, is or if the legend is not true, then what is causing any kind of paranormal activity that's going on there? So, um, so anyway, going to the rest of this article here, uh, they go into the that legend which we already covered last time, and uh, let me see here. So apparently. These um, the mentions that it's going into more of the history here. Uh, apparently, the reason that the city of Birmingham is is what it is now is mostly due to the furnaces that were built in the 1880s, and these furnaces can uh, created thousands of jobs, and so therefore brought thousands of workers to the area. And um, so yeah, that's basically what it covers here in this article. And again, we've talked about that with other locations where you get conflicting reports about the legends that happen there, that they're true or they're not true. But regardless of whatever the situation is, there's still reports of activity in these locations. So that's the thing that always is amazing to me is, is this idea that the people um, over 
how many ever years, decades, um, having this idea about this activity, and maybe even there, there may be the stories or the legends may be based on one sighting that happened one time, but then all that energy, all those thoughts from all those people from all that time somehow start to combine and uh, maybe possibly make more apparitions and or even if they, um, there's even the thoughts, of course, of uh, thought forms and and just these beings that are made on the, uh, the thoughts and energy from that is provi- that are provided from people that are focusing on one certain area and one event or one series of events. So just something to keep in mind with, with all these locations. Um, I do have one more article here that uh, I can go through here. Let me see how long it is. So not too long. All right. I think we can do this here. Either way, we'll be, this will be the last for this, uh, this episode and this, uh, this location here. This is from another website that's been coming up lately for these shows, which is frightfind.com. Title reads, The Sloss Furnaces. Uh, let me see here. Now, that's basically the title of the article that says, The Haunted Sloss Furnaces. And um, so these are, these apparently, um, let me see here. So this is, again, it mentions the landmark status. And um, the history of the location here, it talks about after the Civil War, um, this, these, these uh, furnaces were constructed. And, uh, and then, of course, people were, were hired there and, and sent there to work on making this, this iron. So, um, and, of course, there were rough conditions. And they say in the article here that the, these rough conditions brought many work-related deaths at the location. So even if that one main legend, <coughs> excuse me, even if that one main legend is not true, if there is any chance that there's any other things that happen there, um, any other kind of events that that could be, could still lead to um, to uh, to paranormal activity. Now let me see here. It says that across the city of Birmingham at a rival furnace company, according to this article here, here there was a man named Theo Calvin Jowers, J O W E R S. And um, so, according to the article here, he was hired on uh, due to the um, different regulations. He so he thrived at this other furnace, but these uh, these regulations that were kind of not very good at the time. um, Let me see here. This is kind of confusing me here, but um, so. I don't know why they're talking about this other set of lo- this other location, but um, I guess w- basically what they're talking about here is this was not uncommon in multiple locations. So uh, these these bad work and work conditions, and uh, according it says to local legends, uh, so this is apparently sounds like what they're saying is that. Uh, this is almost the basis for that legend of Wormwood. But 
I don't really think we have time to go into that. So I'll, I'll leave that article for you all to check out uh, yourselves. And uh, thank you all for listening. And I'll talk to you on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care. <laughs>